hi there. We've got Sabrina Francis here from Mindset Match, and we are joined with Cassie Aurora. <laughs> and we've had we've got a lovely day ahead of us. We the sun is shining. We are sat in Sutton Park. Yeah, by a lovely tree. By a lovely big tree. <laughs> Um, with our yoga mats out, um, yeah, it's a gorgeous day here, and uh, we've had a lovely morning together. I was really, really uh, blessed to have been able to join Cassie uh, for a yoga session that she was teaching. Yeah, it was so cool, yoga flow. Yeah. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I loved it. It was really good. It was by far the, the toughest yoga session that I've ever done, Not having not done very many uh, sessions. So I'd, I'd been to a few in the past that were quite... Well, you know, relatively easygoing. Yeah, chill. And, I mean, the chill was nice, but for me, I didn't feel like it was enough of a challenge. And wow, okay, not even with the handstands? No, so your session, on the oh. other hand, was absolutely challenging. So, my yeah, my previous preconceptions of yoga is it's all a little bit slow, it's all Old a little school. bit boring. Yeah. yeah, not really my cup of tea. I like something that's a bit more energetic. But yeah, came along to your session and yeah, it was blown away. I love that. So I had some, actually I had a friend who was new to yoga. Their, their background was CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember thinking, oh gosh, because sometimes when it gets sports people to yoga, I mean, it's quite hard because no one knows. Unless you do yoga, it's like mm. you don't really understand really what it is. You think it's mm-hmm. a bit of a bend and a stretch. And I guess I did. Mm-hmm. And this guy, his background was CrossFit. And um, I remember saying, well, you know, what do you want to get from it? It's like, well, I just want to feel hot, sweaty and uncomfortable, really. And I was like, oh, that I can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, but if you want to get inversions and really hard stuff, then, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, it is good and it's surprising, actually. You'll feel things work that don't normally work. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah. usually you think it would be very easy to breathe and mm-hmm. stretch, but actually yoga reveals mm. it's not. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I consider myself to be relatively fit. Um, and yeah, there was moments I, I could feel my body shaking, just <laughs> yeah, trying to get into those positions and, and hold it for a period of time and yeah, focusing on the breath as well. It was, it was tough. It was hard stuff. I'm glad you came. Yeah. Cause as well, this is our first podcast. It is. And we've been putting it off now for how long? <laughs> we always like got so much to talk about really. Definitely. Um, but yeah, no, it was great because yeah, lots of that you had us doing handstands and all sorts of balances and yeah, this yeah, this, fun. Yeah. We turn to you when you when you do things like that. You know, as adults, we don't take risks mm-hmm. as often as we'd like, and as as often as it's like good for us. Yeah, and if we stay in the comfort zone, you know, we lose out on so much magic. Mm-hmm. We really do. Absolutely. So that was the focus for the class was yeah. to embrace the fear and just do it anyway. Mm. And which was a really nice focus. I've never been in a in a yoga class before where you where the instructor sets a focus and an intention and you know and builds the session around mm, this and like yeah, teaching it is it yeah like you <laughs> we are going to learn today yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you brought in lots of life examples as well in terms of fear and yeah yeah well yeah massively i mean fear is everywhere mm-hmm. business relationships you know what do we what how is the best way to be healthy mm. fear that we're missing out on something that's good for us fear that our health is not the best mm-hmm. fear that i don't know it's massive yeah definitely so what did we want to focus on for this oh this, okay. our very first so, podcast session <laughs> obviously because you're a relationship expert and i'm a loud mouth with big opinions <laughs> <laughs> no, i have a bone to pick 
Okay. So I've been in the dating world a while now and I have a massive, huge problem with the expression, let's just go with the flow. And now, yeah, no, I'm not just talking about like, what do you want to eat or what do you Mm -hmm. want to do? I'm talking like, okay, so, you know, what do you want in a relationship or, you know, you know, I'm feeling that we're on the same page here. You know, I've had a go with the flow relationship that was hot and cold for a year based on the premise of go with the flow. And my issue with go with the flow is that it's basically, I'm going to ignore all your needs and I'm going to ask you to stay there and just go with the flow, which is my flow of what I don't really know, you know, what I want or my flow of non-existent boundaries or needs because a i don't know what they are and can't assert them and b i want to keep you there in that place where you belong and c clearly i can't communicate either of those two things okay. so that is my issue with go with the flow yeah Brilliant. basically okay. <laughs> and i bet loads of people can relate to that and have had that treatment absolutely in life yeah with friendships and mm-hmm. but yeah, we're talking romantic relationships, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, people being afraid to just assert mm. what what do you want what and how do you feel? Want. Yeah. So, what do you think is going on for them? So, I mean, I, I imagine when people, are, you know, they're coming into relationship space, or you know, they're online, they're dating. You know, do I guess are we we have the assumption perhaps that everyone's looking for the same thing? But in in fairness, like. People can't... Ass- I, I think the first step in dating mm-hmm. is know what you want. Mm. Because when you know what you want, you are able to bring to that needs and boundaries. And there is nothing wrong with having needs and boundaries. Like, we do have ego. Ego provides us with boundaries, identity. And ego in relationships, in life, is important. Mm-hmm. Ego, is, you know, provides us with a subject object so I love you you love me love can flow between us so it is important Mm. you know it's a different kind of love to the absolute you know spiritual love that is talked about it's a different one Mm -hmm. but it's necessary life is full of relationships so you know when we date we have to know what we want if we don't know what we want we don't have the boundaries and we go out there into this realm where everyone is you know looking for something if you're looking for something but you don't know what it is, it's kind of like, I don't, it's kind of like, you know, I don't really know what the expect. It's like going to a buffet and just seeing everything on offer and actually not knowing why you were there in the first place because you're not even hungry. Like, that's, it's pretty much the same thing. Mm. So, you know, I think in the dating world, go with the flow is like a big term for not knowing what you want and that's okay, mm-hmm. but say, at this time, mm-hmm. I don't know what I want. Yeah. Rather than when one person puts up their, you know, sort of says, oh, okay, I feel this is going somewhere. Let's see where this goes. Or mm. le- actually, I feel like I, I want to embark on a relationship which has certain boundaries, such as, you know, a, a boyfriend-girlfriend dynamic where maybe we're going to be, um, what's the word, monogamous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so like, are you on the same page? Well, let's just go with the flow. So it's like, I don't acknowledge your needs mm. at all. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to just bypass them completely mm-hmm. and not communicate mine and we'll go in this 
direction of non-direction. Yeah. The flow could be backwards for for all we know. Mm-hmm. Like, so you talked a few words that I'm picking up on in terms of what you said. You mentioned needs quite a few times. You mentioned <laughs> boundaries. God. So maybe maybe that's um, some routes that we could explore a little bit more. So in terms of needs, I, I think what I'm hearing is we're talking about our emotional needs that we might each have. So recognizing that you know we are we are humans. We are. Um, uh, beings that have certain emotional needs yeah and our needs may differ from person to person because we are all unique Mm. um so for some uh, needs are going to be more intense than for others yeah so you you (laughs) mentioned ego and you talked uh you know really nicely about it about you know being identity is important you know the fact that we have our own separate identities is important but also within the relationship you know how does that then change who we might feel that we are that's that's something that's yeah important to address but also our ego can be you know it's simply about you know are we getting the attention that we need from yeah. our partners you know do we feel valued in the mm. relationship it's the sometimes the attachment style as well mm-hmm. we have different attachment styles based on you know our beliefs our behaviors and mm-hmm. that is kind of a thing i guess to do with it and yeah, I mean, I think in ways, if we, you know, if we have needs and they're pure, they're not from a place of lack. So then, you know, f- there's needs that, you know, if anyone's got to fulfill being your crutch 24-7 mm-hmm. or, you know, you're stopping that person fundamentally from, so say someone has a fear of being alone. Mm-hmm their need and their demand on your time is going to be massive. Yeah. But the issue is there with that need mm. is that really who is that serving? Yes. It's actually not serving anyone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because that person is afraid to be alone, which fundamentally we come in this world alone, we leave alone. Mm-hmm. There will be times being alone. So it's not teaching that person to be resilient mm-hmm. on their own and yeah. it's not teaching, but well, and, you know, the person that's giving all the energy away is never ever going to fill the void mm-hmm. of the person with that need yeah so needs yes they are important but also you have to you know where is this need coming from mm-hmm. uh, yeah. because it will change mm-hmm. it will change as we evolve and grow um but yeah that's you know that's just an example yeah. so i think what i'm hearing there is recognizing that there are extremes so yeah, you know, yeah we all have needs that we that we need to be met but we can't be relying on our partner for meeting those, you know, perhaps extreme needs that we might have. Yeah, so when I say needs, it's like in a relationship. So to love someone mm-hmm. is to take them as part of yourself. So if you truly love them, you'll be inquisitive into what their needs are because you want mm. to please them to because you love them as you would love yourself. Yeah. And that is important. Mm-hmm. And also... To understand them. So stop trying to love them. Try to understand how they accept mm-hmm. love. So love language, for example. So you, Brilliant. for example, we're in a relationship mm-hmm. and I buy you flowers. And yeah. you're like, oh, that's, you know, nice. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when but secretly deep down, all you want is a text every morning to say, have a good day, beautiful, or yes. whatever. And you don't get that. Mm. But I buy you flowers every day. Mm-hmm. So what's your problem? Like, mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. But you don't give a shit about flowers. Yeah. So... 
your needs aren't being met and something mm-hmm. that simple where I could send you that message because that's what you appreciate mm-hmm. this is it's huge and yeah. it's only because I don't understand you mm-hmm. it doesn't mean I don't love you it's just I don't understand that that's not your language yes and that's okay like mm-hmm. you know because you're starting to explore and be open about okay there's needs in life and but then relationship needs are a little bit different in that you can prioritize them so 10 out of 10 for me is that we communicate daily or something mm. and maybe one out of 10 is that you cook a meal for me once a week mm-hmm. because you want to not because I've asked you to kind yeah. of thing so yeah. you can you can tier your needs and you can do that in any relationship a business one a, a friendship mm-hmm. and and that I do think that's okay I think you know because we are still in this this reality where we haven't moved past you know you know our ego selves yet you know and that's a different talk for another time but that you know obviously in this reality that's going to help us to just have more open loving relationships and be able to receive love in the way we want and to give love in the way someone else wants Mm. so love can move and and it can be you know a, a relationship based on actual love not how does this person suit me yeah you know because it, that has to be part of it mm-hmm. but it, you know it it also has can't be all of it you yeah. know, it can't be all about you mm-hmm. or you're going to be screwed definitely so <laughs> you talk there about being inquisitive you know finding out the your partner's different languages of love and make sure that we are communicating love in a way that they can actually receive um which yeah in terms of go with the flow i suppose people that use that sort of attitude perhaps um yeah it's as you as you said before it's hmm. it's not necessarily it's not opening yeah it's not opening up that communication of no. okay, so what what do you need um and how can we express <laughs> define the flow yeah what, what is, is the, the flow, flow? Ah, ah i beef with this this um well yeah. maybe not beef because you know the vegan thing and tofu with this thing are there any times when go with the flow <laughs> is really helpful? Yes, mm. I think. Tell us a little bit about that. So, okay, so in life, you know, if we want certain things, and this is independent of love, I guess, or, you know, it's like if you're in resistance to the flow of life, mm-hmm. for example, uh, it's full moon and pe- it's full moon at the moment, mm-hmm. and people are driving like absolute maniacs. And now, if you I was in resistance, yeah, <laughs> self-importance. But that's another podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so if they're driving like absolute maniacs, I can choose to be angry about their complete lack of care for anyone else on the road. I could choose to be angry about many things, um, but actually, I am completely in flow with the universe because that person there over there is just doing their flow. I'm doing my flow. And, you know, it's like it's like a boat going down a river and if there's four rowers going one way and two going the other way, you, you're really going to struggle to... You're going to keep moving where you don't want to. Whereas if the, you ask those, you know, people rowing the opposite direction to just relax and just float downstream, life just moves and we are more peaceful. Mm-hmm. You know, so it can be good. And, like, for example, if it was to do with, you know, say you were trying to get physically intimate and you had some hang-ups and issues about how you were going to do that and that person says you know your partner says well let's just go with the flow and see how you feel because obviously you know that's a bit different but it's not the same as dismissing someone Mm. in terms of defining a relationship so I get the sense there when when 
use go with the flow in that context it's almost like no pressure no okay. pressure no yeah. expectations here let's just allow the energy yeah. as it is meant to be mm. in a relationship maybe it's it, maybe it's my stuff that I just I, I can't deal maybe with a not no defined boundaries mm. yeah I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing I don't mm-hmm. feel bad about it yeah. at all um so I really get the sense of yeah. that needing need, needing perhaps a little bit of security, you know. What what yeah. are the boundaries here? What what is okay, what's not okay? Yeah, because it helps that other person mm. because the other person does want to please. Remember, you know, you're not gonna be trying to date each other and not want to impress each other. Mm-hmm. Because then why are you you know, why are you dating at all, really, mm. you know, in, in a way. Um, if you're dating you obviously want some companionship of some description. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go to the cinema, you want to watch some film. Mm-hmm. You may not know which film, but mm-hmm. it's the same thing with dating. You, there's something that you want, but trying to decide what it is when you say go with the flow is very uh, dismissive. Yeah. It's like when you order ASOS dresses and you mm-hmm. don't know which one you want. You order 10 different dresses and 10 different sizes. And because you're fearful the other ones will sell out, you keep them all hanging in the room, try them all on. You might send three back, you might send them all back. And people can be like that with, with partners. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's a bit different to address. Mm. We have needs and wants yeah. and, you know, people can wait, but then there's, like, taking the piss. Yeah. So, you know? I suppose in the dating sphere, that's what, what we, when we see people behaving like that, it might be out on, you know, online dating. You know, I've got various different people I'm chatting to or linking with, I think. Um, I had a kid the other day trying to stay out with the kids but but, yeah and then I suppose keeping all those eggs in various different baskets yeah and I've done it I've Mm -hmm. dated like five or six people Mm -hmm. (laughs) but when it got serious with one guy I'm you know I'm okay but I never ever said to any of them let's go with the flow I said I am dating Mm. five people yeah and if it gets serious with one, then that's it. And then when I broke it off with the other guys, I said, you know, I've reached a point with this other person and I do think they're very special. I want mm-hmm. to pursue that relationship with them. That's okay because mm. you've defined what's going on. Yeah. But when you go on, okay, so you're swiping through and you ask someone up front, what do you want? And they say, well, I'm not sure, just want to see where it goes really. Mm-hmm. It's like you need companionship. Mm-hmm. You're afraid to admit it, mm. but you need companionship. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to get close to someone maybe or you, but you don't want to be on your own. So you've obviously got fear of intimacy, you need companionship. You know, there's a lot going on. That's a lot to unpack and it's Mm -hmm. different from person to person. But, you know, so I've had, you know, I've said, oh, well, what are you looking for? And someone said, just sex. And like, cool, great. Mm. Wish you the best of luck. That's not for me. Yeah, brilliant. Easy. Mm -hmm. Instead of this This piggledy, piggledy, like, (laughs) I don't know, new kind of neo-spiritual kind of, yeah, we're all cool and relaxed mm. and let's just go with the flow when it actually means I have no idea what I want mm. and I'm going to drag you along with that. Yeah. This is just not cool for oh, anyone. Oh, I do know what I want. But I'm and I'm trying keep to keep you, you hanging. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> my favourite kind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just scared to communicate my truth. Yeah. Because I'm scared what you'll think. Because mm-hmm. I have low self-worth and shame. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, so there could be lots of fears around rejection there, I suppose. Oh, 100%. Mm. Yeah, because it's very hard to say to someone, I think, well, it's not actually, but if we've got 
you know, if our parents have reinforced us with mm-hmm. the belief that our emotions aren't valid or they're not, you know, you know, they've rejected us for who we are, mm. fundamentally we'll grow up with that belief. And so when we come into a new relationship where stakes are high and the feelings are intense mm. and, you know, we want to communicate how we really feel about someone, then, yeah, like, we're scared that we'll be rejected because who wants to be rejected? It's It can be painful. Absolutely. But when you really realise that, actually, if you speak your truth, no one's going to, they're not going to re- reject you. Mm-hmm. They might say, okay, that's not my truth and maybe we're not going to see eye to eye. But if you're mm-hmm. very genuine, no one's going to laugh in your face. Yeah. And if they are, then quite frankly, they're a knob. And, and you your best be, shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they need, to, they need to go and find a, a dating therapist themselves yeah. or something, you know. <laughs> Or do some self-work. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not that great a yoga teacher when I say people are knobs, but some people are knobs. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. So, um, oh, there was something that you said there and it's just completely escaped out of my mind. What was it? Oh, let's backtrack. I wish this was live, so the tree, maybe ask the tree. <laughs> uh, rejection, parents, yeah. shame. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. It'll be something there. <laughs> so, yeah, with with rejection, we recognise that, yeah, we, quite often we all have that that need to belong and yeah. to be accepted. And, yeah, the reject the fear of rejection can really be, like, literally, you said painful, but brain It stops scans, you doing a lot. Yeah. It'll stop you living, I think. Definitely. Fear of being knocked down. And mm-hmm. the weird thing about the fear of rejection is it's not even real. mm we get rejected, yeah. But does it shatter our lives? It's humiliation, which isn't nice, but does it make us a bad person? No. You know, is rejection, does that mean we're not a worthy human of happiness? Absolutely In not. fact, rejection is imperative. If there is no rejection, we wouldn't be able to move on to the next thing, mm. which is the thing. Or So rejection is, is absolutely integral to finding out really what the, the actual path or what our truth is mm. or what, what our dream is or having the things that are really meant for us yeah. you know so if, we, if we're getting rejection or we're putting ourselves in positions where we might be rejected actually we are putting ourselves out there mm. you know for growth for opportunities for the right relationship to come along yeah mm. and to self-reflect so mm-hmm. if so if someone rejects you but they're like they're on it and you know, maybe they do have different wants in a relationship, but they mm-hmm. reject you in a romantic sense. That's okay, mm-hmm. you know, because you, their role or your role in their life may not be romantic partner, it may be friend. Mm-hmm. And I've had that time and time again when I've dated. Yeah. However, someone fundamentally rejects you for who you are because you've got, like, you're maybe controlling or toxic, then mm-hmm. it's sometimes, yeah, you could, there's stuff in that, like, that you can unpack that, maybe this is my stuff and I need to examine myself there, like you said, you know, some reflection and some of it can be about them. And rejection is massive because it triggers us into the growth and the reflection process. So it's important really. So yeah, rejection is good actually. And if we have a fear of it, we have a fear of growth. Yeah, definitely. And of course there are risks in in everything that we do. Yeah, (laughs) from even ordering a coffee and they tell you there's none left. That is like deep rejection for me, man. I'm like, no, you know, but it's true, man. Like, it's just scaled up, isn't it? Everything's yeah. heightened in uh, intimate relationships. Yeah. So one of the things that you said earlier on was about um, when people use that term, go with the flow, it's almost like not acknowledging that other person's needs and wants. And I wonder, you know, if we've got 
that situation there, have we got respect and love for that other human being? Mm, we might have, but we've probably got no self-respect either mm, in that sense. So if you've got no self-respect, you can't, you know, you can't maybe respectfully assert your truth or mm. you maybe have shame attached to your own beliefs. Mm-hmm. So whilst you may respect that person, mm-hmm. you may not be able to bring forward yeah. your truth or your needs. But so also, as you, as you said that, what came up for me, that not having self-respect made me feel like, you know, somebody might use the term let's go with the flow when they don't have the sense of self-worth that actually they are worthy of this yeah. fantastic opportunity and um, relationship and all the great things that come with it. Yeah, that's the wow. thing. That's the thing. Like, I had that. I have that. It's mm-hmm. a, it's something I have to work on is the fear of, okay, having a relationship, but with that comes the fear of losing it. Mm-hmm. And I am not yet, I have not completely healed the kind of stuff that causes mm. that. And so, yeah, I've had times where I've not been able to assert what I want because I've been very fearful of it. So I've said, you know, maybe I've said in a fashion, let's go with the flow or let's see where it takes us. Mm -hmm. When actually that person wasn't right for me to really think, shit, this is it. I'm Mm. explicit. Sorry. Sorry, children. (laughs) Um, I need to seize this. So, yeah, it is a bit of self-respect. But ultimately, once you move past that, mm-hmm. if you do respect yourself and you're, you know you're saying go with the flow to keep them there because you've got it. When mm-hmm. you're saying go with the flow, mm. before that, and really with most things you say, you should be like, okay, what is my objective here? Yeah. What is my actual objective? Because yeah. when you ask yourself that, mm-hmm. <laughs> chances are you might not like the answer. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. What are you actually saying? Mm. What are you doing? Yeah. It's like it's a famous quote. What are you saying? What are you doing? It's a Zen quote. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So, uh, you know, what you say does it actually match up with your actions? Absolutely, really important. That. So, where you said, um, "What are your, uh, what's your objective?" Mm. Well, the other word that sort of sprung to my mind is, "What are your intentions?" Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. your intention literally might just be. I want a companion so I don't have to be on my own. Mm-hmm. Completely fine. Yeah. But be honest. Yeah, just say it. <laughs> but again, it comes back, you know, it's like a catch-22. Like, mm-hmm. you can't really unpack all the issues to go with this one sentence. Mm. It can be positive. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it, it's an, it, it's completely evading yeah. the any concrete pillars. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I do need concrete boundaries yeah. and that's me personally. Mm-hmm. You know, I think maybe it's because I'm just a heavy Capricorn energy. I don't know. But, you know, go with the flow. It's actually, I've got some friends that can be very like, they'll, in their mind, they've said, go with the flow. We've made plans. And I've took out time in my diary for these things. And they just don't come. And they're like, oh, yeah, I just felt like I could do this instead. I'm like, yo, like, my time is precious. Yeah, you know, so go with the flow. You know, it only serves the person saying it. Mm. Okay, so I'm getting a sense of power there as well, like control. Yeah, because they've got the the power. Mm -hmm. And the person, me as well, I'm always the one that's like, oh, okay, and then give it half an hour. I'm like, hang on a minute, what what does that even mean? Because Mm. it's so nonchalant and it doesn't, it's not nasty. Mm -hmm. And it sort of diminishes what 
you need when mm-hmm. someone says it because you you almost feel like oh okay well maybe I should just sort of go with the flow and maybe I should be less relaxed maybe I should be sorry more relaxed mm-hmm. in, in, yeah <laughs> so we're being there as you as you're saying that and I it, it's making me reflect on um you what you said there that really stuck out was that you recognize that you need that sort of uh, stability that um security that you know this is the plan this is what what's going on here um so almost you know where you stand you know how yeah. you're going to be spending your time and that's really important to you is it possible that those people that are, are more inclined to go with the flow it could be about power but it could also be about them needing a little bit more sort of private space or psychological space you know perhaps they just need um, you know, a little bit of more free reign. Could it be down yeah. to a different personality and sort of thinking style? Yeah, I, I do agree that could be part of it. But mm. then again, in my list of need and boundaries mm-hmm. that I gave the person dating, I said sometimes about, I think it was eight, was if I tell you I need space, it's because I'm trying to work out mm. what is going on in my head so that I don't communicate something that's not true for me. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's go with the flow again. Mm-hmm. Fine, but communicate actually I'm feeling here that I don't know what I want or Mm -hmm. I'm feeling that actually psychologically my space is being encroached upon and I'm not sure and you know that does come down to intimacy intimacy being into me see Mm -hmm. you know we can break it down into me see and so if you're not ready for that person to see into those parts of you that's fine Mm -hmm. yeah communicate yeah so what a, 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 I've got a client that I'm working with at the moment who she was finding communication very difficult between her and her partner. Mm. Both of them had come from you know quite explosive uh, pasts, if you like, in terms of communication. Very easy to sort of escalate things and wind okay. each other up yeah. and, and find themselves saying the wrong thing almost that just tends to blow all situations out of proportion. And mm. yeah, what, what was really what really worked for them was taking some time apart. They had two or three days where they just went, right, let's just step back. And that really gave them the space to think about, really, what what are my boundaries? Mm. What do I need? And how might I best communicate that with my partner? Yeah. And since taking that time out, there's been rapid sort of shifts in in their ability to... And it's how you communicate. Mm. Like, I mean, that communication yoga I was talking to you about, I mean... It's, I mean, this is probably for another podcast, but how you communicate openly and let that person know it's safe mm. would probably stop this go with the flow. Mm. So I think if you don't make them feel safe, yeah, it's a big thing that they can't communicate. And time apart mm-hmm. is huge. Like you say, I've just taken, I've got time apart now from mm. who I'm dating, and That's been and it's been quite challenging. It's been challenging, yeah. but. Holy hell, like, it's took our relationship to the next level. Brilliant. And also, time apart has made us really see how fond we are of each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, 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 pretty much. So, it's massive, yeah. So, I get the sense that it's been really, it has been tough for you, having that time yeah. apart, but it's really helped you to evaluate how important this relationship is for you. Yeah, and also mm. spot my pattern. Yes. Because I had, it, it was a stimulus for me mm-hmm. dealing with. A lot of fear and you know my past is you know my dad cheated on my mum mm-hmm. 
So I grew up in a broken home and every relationship as a byproduct because my belief was mm-hmm. all men cheat yeah. because that's what I got from my dad. Mm-hmm. And actually, up until the age of 21, all my relationships went in the same mm. direction. Interesting. Because that was my belief. Yeah. So we live in a universe of vibrational attraction. Definitely. So, of course, I bloody get that. Mm-hmm. So and I had it, to address it. Whether you call it vibrational attraction or whether you see it as the self-fulfilling prophecy. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever you think is going to yeah. happen, whatever you believe is, believe is going to happen, it's going yeah, yeah, it to happen. Yeah, And, um, yeah, I had to work on that. And now he's away in another country. Mm-hmm. Ca- California mm-hmm. so of course you know I get this I don't know much about California but everyone's like all oh, the girls in California I'm like what are you doing what are you, doing? <laughs> Not what are you trying to do like so for me it's like actually the belief that I am good enough yeah. I am unique I am special mm-hmm. I am valued and everyone who listen to this podcast you need to remember that you are unique mm-hmm. and you are not replaceable mm-hmm. you are special and that is important because if you start to lose com- you compare yourself mm-hmm. You won't have the worth to assert your needs and your wants and you'll be saying shit like go with the flow mm. and annoy people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, but time apart's huge. Yeah, definitely. Mm. <laughs> so um, another thing that I'm quite aware of this sort of time of, of year, we're coming up to the like summer holidays. Oh, yeah. can be quite a tricky time for... Um, people in relationships, new relationships. Okay. Perhaps. What makes you say that? So, what what's made me sort of what has come up with that in terms of um, another client that I've been working with is um, she had a bit of a dilemma. She she'd realised the relationship that she was in probably wasn't going to be the long term sort of thing that she was looking for. Okay. But there was there was still this inclination to kind of to go with the flow I suppose really Mm. do do we keep in contact do we keep seeing each other over the summer holidays because the alternative is you know to carry on being single so my question to Mm. that person is what is their objective in still seeing them because to me I've got alarm bells going you want to have sex and companionship Mm-hmm. You know, that's fine. Assert it. Mm-hmm. Uh, assert the boundaries of the flow. Mm. The other is, what's so bad about being single? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because if the alternative is being single, well, that's great. Mm. Because, you know, still, there's so many more people out there. Definitely. I and mean, if you're, one of the things that really struck for me was if you're putting... If you're spending your valuable time with this person, you know it's not going anywhere. Where is that time to really focus on what you do actually want? Yeah, because mm. literally anything that you put energy into mm-hmm. that does not serve you mm-hmm. and it renders no results and you do it time and time again, it's like an addiction. Yeah. You know, mm. it's an addiction. So I think that if you are that person that can't keeps going into meaningless engagements and leeches your energy where mm-hmm. it's not returned and actually it's just a bit of pastime, you A, don't value your own time, mm. and B, you've probably got some kind of addiction or fear of being on your own, some, some mm-hmm. addictive cycle to needing yeah. other people. And that's nothing to be ashamed of. 
it happens like yeah. it feels good to feel wanted mm-hmm. and it feels good to engage with people sexually mm-hmm. so it, it can become an addiction yeah but just be open about it yeah. <laughs> i am a sex addict or <laughs> i have i'm scared to be alone so be my companion once a week every mm-hmm. month so, you know mm-hmm. what i mean like but again it's coming down to the communication yeah but it is okay to go with the flow mm-hmm. but if you're okay both with no boundaries then it's still okay Mm. but it's not okay when someone's trying to define something and you're trying to you know yeah i got distracted by a squirrel (laughs) i did wonder what (laughs) you were looking at sorry (laughs) i'm just looking at that bushy tail i was like that's a nice squirrel he was very cute definitely (laughs) i could be talking about something really serious and like oh squirrel 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 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> definitely so yeah where were we with that i just def- talking about communication yeah, once again I like it. it's okay mm. to want these things definitely. i'm not shaming anyone mm. if you want to go and lick toes <laughs> and hug trees and eat cat poop it's fine but you have to communicate just be it. up front just be yes. up front about it definitely. give a girl a guy a man and in between give him a break mm-hmm. like come on we're not mind readers. Yeah. And when we communicate, everyone wins. Definitely. Everyone. Mm. It might feel like a little lose in the short term because you've got a hit of reality that maybe this person isn't for you, mm. but you will win in the long term. Yeah. So what holds us back from communicating clearly? I do think massively it's the parental drivers, how mm. valued our feelings were as a child. Mm. So it could be that you cry because you didn't want to go to school. Your mum yeah. would come in, oh, why are you crying? I don't want to go to school. And then... The mum or dad is like, well, you know, don't be silly. Joanne goes to school and mm-hmm. she's fine. So mm. come on, just get dressed. It's okay. Go to school. Well, you shame the child how they feel. Yeah. You haven't asked what makes them feel like mm-hmm. that. What they say isn't valid and it doesn't matter because yeah. you will do what I like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's it. And if you don't do what I like, you're in trouble and I don't love you. Because yeah. that's how it is for a kid or... Mm-hmm. You know, parents, I love you unconditionally mm. if you do exactly what I say. You yes. know, it's that yeah. conditioning that our needs and our wants and who we are, it's shame. Like, it's, there's something fundamentally wrong with what we want and who we are. Yeah. So it's having to address that actually mm-hmm. it's okay yeah. to want to have a relationship mm. and it's okay to want to settle down and have 10 kids. Mm-hmm. Hell, it's okay to want to be with 10 different people but you have to be up front and you have to understand the reasons why you want that yes and address whether it's a good or bad thing for you because with that specific example sometimes we might say yes that's what we're up for but that could actually be masking what we really need underneath it all especially if you want to be with like 10 different people If all 10 people fulfill a different need, that makes sense. So, like, Paul Check, he's a great, amazing guru. Mm-hmm. He has two wives. Okay. But he took his second wife on it for many, many years, mm-hmm. and it was agreed between all of them, and he spends equal time, mm. and it's very difficult for him. And he talks about it very maturely. But if you downright define yourself as polyamorous, mm. that's okay, but... I don't necessarily know if I buy into that. Yeah. And that's probably a different sort of thing to talk about. And it can be that, you know, we can have these needs and wants that, like we said earlier, mask, mask mm-hmm. an issue. Yeah. You know, they, and that's okay. That's okay as well because no one is perfect. Mm-hmm. And we have our patterns and we yeah. have our stuff. But 
So it's just about recognizing. Recognize and don't be patterns? afraid of yeah. what you've got in your head because. Mm-hmm. You know, we just wrote, we think we're not far from robots, but really we are robots. Yeah. We run mm-hmm. on 98, what is it, 90% subconscious patterns? Yes, yeah, I mean, the tip of the iceberg is yeah. our conscious mind, mm-hmm. and the rest is already programmed. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so funny. So how do we go about, so if, if we recognise in listening to this podcast that, hold on a minute, is this a pattern for me? Do I tend to have this go-with-the-flow attitude and... Um, you know, as a result, my relationships don't seem to be going where I really want them to go. How, how do we go about building in that time for reflection and understanding what our boundaries are, what our intentions are, what it is we actually want so that we can then communicate them with our partner? It's, it's not an overnight process mm. because it comes down to establishing who you actually are. Mm. I mean, you can go quite intense and stand in the mirror and look yourself in the eyes. Mm -hmm. And once you look yourself in the eyes, and you can keep asking the question, who am I? But it's quite open and it's quite intense. Mm. So that's like what kind of you would do maybe. Zen Zen Buddhists do that a lot. Okay. Yeah, and that's quite a difficult one. Uh, Because you can go really deep with it and it can be difficult before it gets better. Mm. You can also just literally... You know, if you notice you have this pattern of go with the flow attitude, say to yourself, you know, okay, Cassie, you like to go with the flow. What does the flow look mm-hmm. like to you? Yeah. And when you say, what does the flow look like? You start to assert, this is what it looks like. So actually, this is a boundary. Mm. Okay, so the flow is that I'm hanging out whenever I want to. Mm. So the need there is... Cassie needs freedom mm. to see you when she feels like it, mm-hmm. which most people be like, okay, that's a bit one-sided. Mm. How can we negotiate that mm-hmm. or um, go with the flow? So the flow might look to me like, well, actually, I want to like go on holiday whenever I want yeah. to, uh, irrespective of you. Mm-hmm. So Cassie needs independence to do what she wants when she wants. And it starts to look like someone who actually doesn't want a relationship. They want freedom, mm-hmm. you know. And so maybe you will realise, okay, I don't want a relationship. I want freedom. And actually the reason I'm trying to engage in a relationship is that because I'm afraid of being alone. Yeah. So you've started to, I mean, maybe by going in that angle, define the flow, you start to discover more about, well, what is the flip side of that? Or what does this, so if you have a certain belief that's negative, what does that belief actually give you? Because mm. maybe it means that you're comfortable. Yeah. Or maybe it gives you... So say you have a belief, I'm not worthy of love. When you say that, your friends validate you and give you compliments. Mm. So that belief still means that you're fed validation from your friends. Mm-hmm. So it still has... Yeah. So it's understanding. It still what, has... A, it's what, still being served. Yeah. What am I getting And it's from safe. This? What's yeah. in it for me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think if you identify with anything we talked about... It's okay to go in and say, well, what is this? And, you know, you can say, you know, if there's fear there or you don't understand what it is, be okay with not understanding and just say, okay, you know, I'm open and I'm willing Mm -hmm. to discover more about why I feel this Mm. way. So just to reflect back what I'm hearing there, what what you said there was that really, if you recognise this go with the flow is something that comes up for you, what does that actually look like? Uh, as well as what does go with the flow actually look like yeah. Re- and get really specific hmm. over those hmm. 
different things. And then you've got needs and boundaries. (laughs) But it's also understanding, well, how is this serving me? What do I gain? Also, maybe what do I lose as a result? So really weigh up um, what this is doing for you and whether you want to change that way of thinking or perhaps, you know, do you want to carry on to go and go with the flow and whatever that means to you and just clarify that with the people that you're saying this to? Because it's a very independent thing, the flow. It's Mm. an independent thing. Mm -hmm. Because my flow is not the same as your flow. No. Our flow Mm -hmm. in this conversation is a bit different. We're Mm -hmm. going with the flow. But our flow, if we were in a business partnership, it would be like, well, we need need to put, you know what I mean? Absolutely. We're not going to get anywhere unless we know what the flow is all about. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like... We've, we've, I think we've explored this. We've explored a lot. Quite nicely. <laughs> we've, we've taken a few different <laughs> tangents along the way, but I think, I think what we're, what's really come up, coming across to me is recognizing that sometimes we might say things without necessarily being aware of our own meanings about it. Hundred percent. So yeah. it's it's really taking that time to stop, reflect yeah. each day. You know, what do I mean by this? And knowing why we're saying it. Yeah, where's it coming objective. from? Mm. Where's it, where's it coming from? But also, what are our intentions yeah. behind or our yeah. objective around saying this? And yeah, something that's really come through is just be upfront. Once you've figured out yeah, communicate, what you want, man. what you need, just say it. Yeah, and it's Speak okay. Your truth. It is okay like mm. to have needs, to have wants. It's all fine. Mm-hmm. Like, you are worthy of all of these things. Mm-hmm. Your opinion is valid. Who you are is not a mistake. There is nothing wrong with you. Your makeup is fine. Like, as in the, the way you are made, mm. it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, don't apologise for it. And if someone can't get on board with that or someone doesn't like that and they reject you for it, they're not the person that needs mm. to be in your life. Yeah. Because there's many, many others that when there's a space in nature something will fill it. Mm-hmm. There's a space, something grows in it. Yeah, a little bit so like the, mushrooms. Yeah. They keep coming up. Yes. Pluck, pluck one, another one grows up in its exactly. space. Mm. So friends are like mushrooms. If they don't like you, get rid of the mushroom mm-hmm. and another nice mushroom will come in its place. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and the, and there the is more that, mushrooms, the merrier. There is that old saying, um, you know, <laughs> you are the makeup or the average of the five people that you spend most of your time with. Well, we talked with. about that, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, so if you've got, like, clown friends who keep you in your comfort zone, mm. maybe start to change your troop yes. because you stay and hanging around with people that keep you comfortable and you've got that one friend that just pushes you a little bit and challenges you but makes you feel better when you're with them and you've got five that are rubbish... And you want to start questioning mm-hmm. where you're going to go in your life because you're going to be just like them. Mm. And that's maybe for another time. Yeah, brilliant. So, maybe. so yeah. yeah, I think we're going we're gonna to leave it there with, you know, are you one of these people that, that tend to go with the flow? Or what areas of your life are you going with the flow? What does go with the flow look like to you? Are you really clear yeah. about your, your wants, your needs, your intentions, and how well do you communicate it? with the people um you know around you your relationships whether they're friends or mm. you know partnerships you know and yeah and everyone's a winner everyone's a winner yeah <laughs> so maybe like share subscribe we would like that 
support us. <laughs> yeah. And if you've got any questions that you want to bring up for, for future podcasts, let us know. Um, you know, we'd love to hear from you, and we'd love to yeah help you with whatever it is that you are juggling at the moment. Yes, we would like that very much. <laughs> so see ya. Bye. Bye.